Hey, traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Monday, December 19, 2022. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? Well, actually, pay attention here today because we've got a lot of stuff on the docket. There's a whole host of things, not only from a price perspective, but from a timing perspective. And let me remind you, time is more important than price. Let's get right into the nitty gritty and we'll start with kind of a where we are from a big picture perspective and then we'll work down from there. Okay, fair enough. We were always in a bounce in a downtrend. That's what we've been saying. That was the story. We're sticking with the story. Lazy swing trader folks shorted the market on this day up in this area at that price. We have what's called a whopper on our hands. Why do I bring that up? A, we've already taken profit, so it's in the risk-free, emotionless camp. But here's the situation. We talked about the fact that mid-month was going to be a turning point or a possible turning point for the market. The market traded down into the end of last week, quadruple witching, options expiration week, weird stuff happens, contract roll, meaning futures contract roll, weird stuff happens. Here we are just slightly past mid-month, and we're coming into an extremely, and let me emphasize the term, extremely important area. Let me point that out. If you take a garden variety Fibonacci retracement starting from the recent low to the most recent high, which was last Tuesday, and you'll see here that the 50% retracement was 379.30. Now, let's start with, can the market go lower to another retracement or important price area? Of course it can. But here's what we've got from a timing perspective. Mid-month, we were starting to look for either if the market was trading up into an important spot, it would likely turn back down. The market's trading down into an important spot, it will likely try and have at least a bounce. Well, A, 50% retracement from recent low to recent high is an important spot. So that's on the table. 380 where the closing price is today, 380.02, that's an important price. It's a big fat round number. So you have two important prices, one because of a 50% retracement, one because of a big fat round number, into an important time frame. Now, it's debatable. You could say the market filled a gap here because there's no more white space. That's one way or they filled the gap here because that was the closing price. That's going to be down around that 375 level, so they could still do that. There's no law that says they have to do one or the other. And by the way, this is scratching the surface of all the things that are discussed and taught in detail in the course Lazy E-Mini Trader. So here's the thing. Are we expecting some kind of a bounce in the market? Does it have to happen tomorrow? Not necessarily, it can happen tomorrow, but it should happen this week. Now, here's the other thing. Get out your sticky notes. It should happen this week primarily because, and sooner than later, primarily because the market is at one of those places 
like a rubber band stretch type of situation. So if here's a rubber band and you're stretching it, stretching it, stretching it, until it gets to the point where it's got to do one of two things. It's either going to snap and break, therefore the market would come down farther at least to the 375 level, if not a lot more, or the rubber band's going to snap back, you're going to have a bit of a rally going on to where it's not important at present. Inside the number members will have those numbers, as well as the lazy swing traders. Why is that? Well, because we're in a bear market, we've been very selective. It's like a sniper type of service. We're positioned in case we get a rip-your-face-off rally out of nowhere. It was taken as an insurance policy against the larger, more broader picture short trade that was taken last Tuesday. Here's the deal. Regardless of whether the market bounces or does not bounce this week, we still have not found an important low. That's still on the table. But we keep in mind and have the awareness that nothing goes down in a straight line or up in a straight line. The market moves in what's called waves. It moves up and it pulls back or it moves down and it bounces back up in the other direction, builds some energy for the next leg down. That's kind of the scenario we're in right now. It's also called in the trading parlots a sell the rip type of environment. And beware, because when you do get a rip in these type of markets, they are rip-your-face-off rallies. They're short squeezes, buying begets buying, panic buying sets in, the whole nine yards, we know the routine. And put this on a sticky note. Wednesday is an important day, more important than today and more important than tomorrow. So the ideal scenario for a bounce is likely Wednesday and beyond Could it begin tomorrow? Absolutely. Why not? Could the market go down in one more flush tomorrow, 375, maybe even lower? And the answer is absolutely it can. If they're hanging around today's lows tomorrow morning or lower, then 375, give or take, will be on the table. Another sticky note, please. What happens if they bust through 375? What's the next number down? 371 and a half, put that on a sticky note. Doesn't mean they'll stop or bounce there. Inside the number members will have detailed information on an as-needed basis if they're down there. The how depends on whether or not there's a trade available at those prices. We call it the manner in which. The manner in which they come into a price level is just important as the price level itself. Again, these are things that are taught in detail In the course, Lazy E-Mini Trader. Weekly chart, and oh, by the way, here's a weekly chart, breakup candle low, 373.61. Why is that not 375 or the other number I gave you, 371.5? Well, it's a weekly price, which means intra-week, they can certainly come below it. It's where they close the week that's all important. So those numbers I gave you had nothing to do with this weekly chart or that price. However, that price is still important. Now, by the way, you look at this chart and you say, well, he was saying bounce in a downtrend. Well, what happened? We made a high, we made a lower high, a lower high. We were talking about whether or not they were gonna make a lower high or not. This is still a bounce in a downtrend. 
The market is in a downtrend. The trend is your friend until she tosses your stuff out the window. What was going on today inside the numbers? Was there a Monday morning trade? Was there a trade? Was it successful? What happened inside the numbers? Well, let's take a look. We had a little bit of a bounce type scenario working this morning. So we already know some important stuff at zero dark 30. Let's say they get below 381. Well then 380 and likely a spike of it would be first on the docket. We had some stuff going if they were going to bounce and start one of those short squeeze operations, but that didn't happen. So our focus was on the downside. 381 was important. 380 and a spike of it was important. And that would have been a really nice trade earlier this morning. Late in the day, that's not necessarily the same trade. We'll take a look at that in a moment, but let's see what we did have early in the morning. The early look, 821. This is the really early look. 384 is our morning more bearish pivot. Below opens a door for 383 and a quarter, 382. We just want to know where we stand as the market's opening. Are we thinking in terms of a bearish stance or a bullish stance? Let's see what else we have as the day starts to materialize. Here's what I'm thinking about 9.15, 15 minutes before the bell rings. Of course, they can do anything. They can pop them, they can drop them, they can stay right where they are. But what I'm interested in is if they send them down, a spike of 382 would be an area the bulls would try and bounce the tape. Now, getting into a trade, you have to know where you're wrong before you even enter the trade. So where was that wrong? Below 381 on candle closes is the bear case for 380 and lower. There should be at least a scalp trade back up in the other direction if they spike 382. One more time for the Gipper. There should be at least a scalp trade back up in the other direction if they spike 382. We think better in pictures, right of the vertical is today's activity. The horizontal line is at 382, and there should be a bounce back up in the other direction if they spike 382. They did that. The room, the live room, took the trade along with Jordan. A lot of inside the number members took that trade. They went up to a high of 383.67. So just for argument's sake, let's say you waited for a spike of 382, a little one, and then you jumped on board, guess what? 16, 17 points until they decided to stall out in the short-term uptrend, the intraday bounce type of thing. That was a nice trade, all laid out before the opening bell. Now, I give the just-in-caser before the bell. If they get to and spike 380 at any point today, it's likely a bounce area, but it has to do with when and how they get there. So they did it later in the day, it changes the thing, but that had nothing to do with the scalp opportunity at 382. We just wanted to put that on the board. Now, check this out, 931, best bet is if they can get to the likes of 381.75 for a bounce back up. Again, with the pictures, the low in this candle was what, 381.74, That's where they bounced back up from. Nailed it by a penny. How you doing? Pause the video. Read the notes. Go back to the chart to double check the work. Just to reiterate, as the morning was going on, 381.75, give or take, should be good for a scalp with potential. Bounce back in the other direction. 
When you see me write it like five times, it's a good opportunity. After that trade, the market went into slow motion, paint drying, meltdown type of situation before the bounce at the end of the day. Pause the video, read the notes. There's a lot of stuff in here. Go back to the chart and double check the work. And by the way, we did have only one, but one stock on the move today. It was the one and only Facebook, or Meta as they say. And by the way, still nobody knows what that whole Meta universe or Metaverse thing is. 115.34 was the suggested retail entry. And here is Meta Platforms getting a haircut at the opening bell. 115.34 happened to be the low in the morning session. 115.34 on the button. There's your bounce. There were some traders that were participants. Nice trade. What they do after that when they come back down doesn't really matter. We're looking for scalps with potential. Base hits put you in the Hall of Fame. The bounce here to a high of 116.44 gives you about that 1% bounce we're looking for. What's going on over in Camp IWM today? Well, here's the first thing I notice. You know I do this. What's the first thing that jumps off the chart at me when it populates the screen? I looked at this. Friday's low, 172.67, and today's close below Friday's low, 172.01. That's a negative close. Doesn't mean they'll continue lower tomorrow, but it's a negative close, so you kind of have a negative bias when you're doing the analysis. That's the way it works. But all the other things from a timing perspective is really a global market situation. You're not going to get the S&P bouncing this week and all the other markets selling off. They're all going to either sell off together or bounce together. That's the way it works. It's all the same market, not to the same magnitude each and every day, but mainly it's all the same tape. Now, when we run the same type of scenario using the Fibonacci retracements that we did in the S&P, what we find is relative weakness, which we already knew about in the IWM, they already were at the 618 retracement, not the 50%. That happened last week. So now they're below. The next thing down is roughly around 169, give or take, from a Fibonacci perspective. When you forget about that for a minute, you just look at the chart and you say, well, what's the next thing down on the daily chart? Well, you have this breakup candle low, 168.19. So you know that that area down there is important. A spike of that price level should be important. Should be a bull bear battle type of thing going on down there if it happened within the next day or two. See how this works? May I remind you, bounce in a downtrend. This is a pretty stout downtrend. Now, your line of defense are these lows from October. Doesn't mean they'll break them anytime soon, but that's the last line of defense. But look where you are as it relates to the weekly chart moving averages. You're below all of them. And you'll remember this. We look at this from time to time. You have this monthly chart bear flag concept going on. These things take a long time to play out, but this is what's on the board. Monthly chart. They could take months to play out, but that's what's being developed. The back and forth is the noise that we discuss day to day. What about the folks down at the transportation department? My 
Favorite canary in the coal mine, A number one. Second favorite market leading indicator next to the IWM on the daily chart. Look how things change as quickly as they've changed. They ran a test of the breakdown candle high. They immediately collapsed back below all the moving averages. Got above all of them in one shot, got below all of them in one shot. When I say one shot, not like one day, but just one move, if you will. If they don't recover quickly, you're looking at 13.2 in a moment. Again, we're reminding ourselves, bounce in a downtrend, high, lower high, lower high, lower high. That's a bearish tape, it's a bear market, and the bounces get sold into, and then you make new lows. That's the way a bear market works. The Q people, nothing good here, gave up all the moving averages, The only thing left is another bounce in the downtrend before they make new lows. Might not do it this year. Might bounce into the end of the year. We don't know. You might get your Santa Claus rally. The question is, for how long and how much and from where on the chart? Is it from another 2, 3, 4% lower than we are now? Or does it begin within the next day or two? And that wouldn't be the official Santa Claus rally. That's just the bounce we were talking about. Again, same routine. High, lower high, lower high is your weekly chart. Lower high, gave up all the moving averages, couldn't recapture them. Last line of defense is a breakup candle low, and then the lows down here. You're basically, basically at the lows. When you look at the big picture, when you look at a monthly chart, you're not that far off the lows that were just made. If they can't stay above on monthly close, December close, that 50-period moving average, it's a problem for the Q people. The financials fell apart in short order, gave up all the moving averages last week into today. Might have an on-time type of situation, sign or signal of a trend change working in the XLF. We'll see what happens. It's all the same market. They're going to bounce or they're not going to bounce, but we're at an important place on most of the charts and we're in an important time frame for all the charts. And the rubber band is stretched. Smash mouth, no change, same routine. The only thing that happened last week that is a big thing, it's not the only thing, but this breakup candle low that they held and then held again, they gave it up on Friday, and then you had follow through to the downside today. Your next line of defense is this 50 period moving average, And this breakup candle low, 203.44 is the low, 203.91 is the 50-period moving average. Below that gets you into no man's land. They'll go down here and fill a gap. So if the market is going on a flush type of operation, that all will happen on the downside. However, if you get the bounce, you'll get the bounce. And by the way, if I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you, without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.